What does a chicken coop have two doors? It had four doors. It'd be a chicken sedan. Welcome back to the Hooligan Hangout, everybody. Mom's favorite place to be. We're back again. I'm Anthony. We've got Edward. Why do cows wear bells? Because their horns don't work. Ah ha ah ha ah ha. Funny. And then we got Noah. Letting go of a loved one can be very hard for people, but you know sometimes it's the only way to survive a rock climbing accident. Oh my god, that's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well we're gonna right, go straight Noah, into it go. with our first game. Who wants to explain it? All right, so we're going to be playing our starting game, Critics or Crap, where we find bad or good reviews about a movie, and we have to guess what the movie is just off the review. And uh, Anthony is going to go first. Nice. All right. How the turns the table. (laughs) So I'm going to read kind of a few short quotes first, and then I'll read like a normal one. But it says, Uh, one of the worst movies ever made. That was... Sharknado. No. And then another one says, unoriginal... uh, Let's see if I can... That'll give it away. Unoriginal blank blank movie. Been there, done that. The Room. Nope. A weak Bad News Bears style ripoff. Totally unoriginal. The Binge Warmers. No. Okay, this one's super long. It says, ah, the old cliched sports movie. Treasure trove of cliches. I mean, what can I possibly say that that everyone doesn't already know about it? It doesn't matter that it's a blank movie. In fact, that makes it even worse for the cringeworthy cliches. So the little all-American town of blank has a football team called the blank. Actually, I'm not going to read the rest of it, but yeah. So it's a football bad football movie. movie? I'm not saying Friday that. Night Lights. <laughs> wow, that's a good movie. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. You're just finding good bad reviews. So I yeah. No, it's not. I'm trying to but, find good reviews, and I I personally thought this movie was really good. I loved it, but I guess it wasn't. <laughs> what, remember the Titans? Well, a typical and predictable underdog underdog tale about a group of Boys who were oh the blind side. Let's give it away. Group of boys. Yes. Well, it seems you'd care a lot about a group of boys, considering <laughs> you are some. Uh, <laughs> all right. All the good reviews say "quote not available." <laughs> so I don't know what that <laughs> means. That means we need a hint. Okay, I'll just. I'll just read this review. A typical and predictable underdog tale about a group of boys who were not picked for a football team, and so they are formed their own with the nerdy blank as their team's captain. I don't know if I've watched that movie. You don't think what so? What are you talking about? Maybe. You want me to just tell you? It, doesn't sound it, sounds familiar. Fr- it sounds familiar to me. You want me to tell you? No. That's Start not how the game works. Start dropping <laughs> actors and stuff. Yeah, I don't know at all, dude. It's Little Giants. You can't say... <laughs> No, it's okay. You probably wouldn't have got it. You 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 both said you didn't get it. I haven't seen that movie. Really? Have you seen that movie now? No. Y'all need to watch it. It's really good. We both would have never got it. Even if it has a 36% (laughs) 
to make. Did we just sure. did we just lose? Yeah, I think we just lost. <laughs> I'm gonna give Anthony a point. Okay, I guess that works. It's only fair. That's a good movie. Ooh, Anthony's catching up. Ooh. I'm in dead last, aren't I? All right, no, you want to nope. go next? You're tied with Anthony. Yes, I will go next. Good. We will start with. Let's see. Okay, this might give it away, but that's okay. Against all odds, in an era of machine-made spectaculars, Mr. Jackson and his collaborators have created a film that lives and breathes that's swept by almost palpable weather. Anita? Battle Angel. <laughs> no. <laughs> I deserve something about I Robot? No. Wait, read that one again. P- Peter Jackson's right. epic adaptation is an impressive beast of a film that will steal your heart every time. It grabs you with its sense of urgency, huge scope, and hope. The beginning to one of the best movie trilogies of all time. Robots, the animated movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Miss Fanny. That one's supposed to help y'all. A journey to the center of the earth. I just... <laughs> did you not hear that last line of the review? No. I did. It is a trilogy. Isn't that Peter that's a trilogy? trilogy. Spider Man. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Which one? The first one. Yes. Ooh. Uh, okay, that doesn't count. He didn't even say. Okay. Anthony's pulling away. Huh? That's stupid. I didn't expect y'all to know the names. That's why I let him see the first one. Yeah, I didn't know the name. But you said it was the first one. That's all right, though. I hate this game. I just said it was the first one because the reviews wouldn't talk about the adaptation if it was the second movie in the trilogy. Yeah, right. I I asked him because I didn't know. I I didn't think he heard me say that either. I didn't hear you say it. Exactly. It's a ripoff. So if you had got it wrong, that would have been automatic L. I hate it. All right, Edward. What do you got for us? It is your turn. This movie is super weird. It's trying to be funny weird like Princess Bride, but doesn't quite hit it. Some funny parts, but mostly weird. Uh, You're going to have to give us two, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) Blank is a slut. Terrible movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. That didn't work. That didn't help. Bridesmaids? No. (laughs) <laughs> I was trying to make some people mad. A fun adventure where a spoiled young blank makes a friend and teaches his blank a lesson. I'm pretty sure that's like half of all movies out there. No? Blank teaches blank a lesson. All right, here we go. The plot isn't very interesting, and there's quite a bit of lazy writing in there too, which results in a number of convenient coincidences that drive the story forward. Oh, with the charming characters, lovely animation, and a bend and a blend of light humor and fast-paced action, blank doesn't fall entirely flat on its face. Kids will probably find it entertaining, but for the older crowd, it's not much more than a bit of goofy fun, and that's not enough to make it particularly memorable. How recent is this movie? Not very. It's a childhood classic. Oh. Oh, this movie was originally supposed to be Kingdom of the Sun, an animated film about Blank trying to summon an Incan demon god 
to block out the sun and restore their youth. Emperor's New Groove. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Earlier, the reviewer read it said Kronk is a slut. Terrible movie. <laughs> That's funny. The one I was saving was Naughty Llama, Bad Llama. <laughs> I didn't like that movie. Y'all better watch what? the heck Are out. Wait, Anthony. which one? Which one did you, you not like? Did you just uh, say you didn't like the Emperor's New Groove? So, okay. <clears throat> nah. It always, like, weirded me out. I'm like, what the heck am I watching? It's so Oh, funny. so you're just retarded. I don't know. I haven't Bro. seen that movie in a long time, but it's so good. Was it, wasn't it? it a show? It was a show. It was no, a show, too. it was too. a movie. No, but it became, oh. there was oh, a yeah, series was a that for a little bit. came off of it. I liked the series, to be honest. I watched that as a kid. It's funny. One of the one of the reviews is like, it feels more like a series than a movie. <laughs> you should have done Kronk's such a good new movie, groove. though. Kronk's new groove. What is that? I was, t- I was yep. tempted to do that. You know, it's a it's like a spinoff movie with Kronk. Oh, it's such. I can't believe you didn't like it. You can't ever see it. Just, it weirded me out. The groove, the rhythm in which he carries out his life. What what weirded you out about it? I don't know. I just remember being a kid and being like, what the heck am I watching? <laughs> what Hold is this? Level, wrong, it. wrong level, Kronk. Wrong level, Kronk. You better watch the heck out. Anthony just pull, is pulling away from us in the rankings because he just got three in a row. Yes, sir. <laughs> I already assumed I was dead last in this. It's okay. We only got four episodes left to get our life together, so. Technically three, unless we do it on the last one. We recap. We should. We did it last time, didn't we? We did. I don't know, actually. Never mind. We probably did. We've already done six episodes. I know, that's That's what I was thinking. What time is it? It's time for lunch. Peanut butter chili time. More like breakfast, but, you know, it's news time. All right, this week, um, there's been news that came out about the Rogue One prequel, which surprised me, because how are you making a prequel to a prequel? It wasn't a prequel, it was like right a in the middle. Spin-off, it was a spinoff, prequel spinoff to episode four, whatever. Anyways, um, it's been delayed, The no release date has been there at all, it just says it's been delayed, but they also added Adria Arjuna as... Casted alongside Diego Luna in a leading role. So I didn't I, even know they were doing a prequel to that. I didn't either. That's why I was so like surprised. Mm. But um, yeah, I don't know when they're going to start filming, but it has been delayed. Um, AMC theaters is set to reopen like oh, about or over a hundred theaters on August twentieth, and they're selling fifteen cent tickets for its yeah. anniversary as a one-time day promotion. I really I wish I had AMC here. But you don't. I know. Which sucks. I'm disappointed. <laughs> they have one in Lubbock. They do. I'm gonna just go over there. I think we should just take a road trip if they reopen it in Lubbock. Five. You'll probably see. Won't, when the Argos movie's opening? That's probably a death wish, honestly. No clue. Here they're opening within the like the next two weeks. Like by the end of the month, they'll all be open. Yeah, but your town isn't as bad. That's true. Casey, I don't know. 
Next up, we have Daniel Kaluuya is set to produce and star in a film adaptation of The Upper World, which is a novel. But when I looked it up, it's not even out yet. Huh? It's an upcoming novel. Yeah. What is it about? I already have a movie about a book that hasn't even came out yet. (laughs) I guess they're really running out of stuff to make movies about. It's probably one of those things that will help sell when the novel comes out. And it's probably one of those things that like... um, Kind of like when video games are video game movies are released, like movies are released alongside its own video games. Not really. Like what? Like um, exactly. Top of my head, Toy Story three released the movie released at the same time as the game. I really had that not. Okay, but who played the Toy Story three game? Ratchet and Clank did too. Mm, that's a good one. I love the Ratchet and Clank. I didn't I think, play it. Yeah, I didn't play it very much. Okay. I was but I respect it. I was Jack and Dexter. Yes. That, those were the best games. They Jack really were. Dexter. They were hard, though. Crash Bandicoot yeah. is the go. Yes, it is. Anyways, we're going to move on. Um, 47 Ronin sequel is being developed with Mulan director Ron Yuan. And uh, it's rumored that Keanu will be in it. Interesting. Mr. Reeves. But I mean, I wasn't too interested in 47 Ronin, to be honest. The news is for you, audience. You little hooligans. Speaking you. of Mulan, we have a correction to make. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Last week, we were all mad because we thought Disney was charging us 40 bucks to a to watch Mulan at all on Disney Plus on top of the streaming service fee. But it turns out the the fee is only to pre-order it, basically, and get a early watching. It's like an early viewing fee, which is a ridiculous amount of money for an early viewing fee either way. But mm-hmm. either way, your, uh, your subscription will allow you to watch it eventually. Keyword eventually. Talking about uh, streaming services... <laughs> I already know what you're going to say when I bring them up, but did y'all hear about Ryan Reynolds and his streaming service? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he came out with Mint Mobile Plus and it only has one movie on it. That's pretty funny. That's awesome. How much is it though? I don't know. I've been trying to look into it, but I can't figure out how much it is. Anthony would pay for it. <laughs> Let's go find it on the app store. What what movie does it even have on it? I forgot. Foolproof, a Canadian heist film. Oh yeah, starring Ryan Reynolds himself. <laughs> See, this is why I love him. <laughs> that reason right there. Is he your dad too? Uh, He's only Anthony's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Tron 3 has officially found its director in Garth Davis, and Jared Leto is set to be the leading role, and it's going to be released on Disney+. Plus. Was it just you guys, or did y'all really not like the original Tron movies? I think, like, the first two. Because I really did not like them. The original original? Like the... No, I meant... Uh, old, uh, old one? And the newer ones. I said original, but I meant, like, the first and second ones. The... I, I, I like the original. Because I felt like for its time, the CGI was crazy. And I even watched it um, a few weeks ago and it, it still held up. Like the 
CGI and stuff. Well, the visual effects and stuff were cool. It was badass. But I just did not like the plot of it at all. Like, oh, it was just a stupid movie that looked cool. Yeah, the plot was really weird, but the visuals were fucking crazy. They were badass. I don't remember it that much, honestly. Really? Because the plot was bad. Exactly. <laughs> I I never thought Tron Three would be made, though. To be honest. Good VFX don't make up for terrible movie quality. It doesn't, but it was still crazy to watch. Um, Disney's making more moves this week. They started casting for um, Giannis Antetokounmpo in his own film, Greek Freak. What the mm-hmm. heck is any of anything you just said? Uh, I don't NBA think you watch play. basketball. What'd you say? Basketball? Basketball. How, are they already basketball. giving him a movie? Gosh. The heck? That's I think funny. it's a biography well that's cool i'm down to watch it i assume i'm down too i need a very interesting player to watch they know from where he came from yeah he's a really cool player very nice person um more disney news because they just said that they're gonna release a lego star wars holiday special on november 17th (laughs) yes (laughs) which if it's anything like the original holiday special it's gonna be shit but I hope not. They might actually make a good Star Wars movie for once. There you go, Disney. There you go. <laughs> it's Lego though, so kind of cringe. I always, ugh, I could never stand Lego games or movies or even Legos. Really? What? All right, I muted him. He's not allowed to talk for the next thirty minutes. Uh, <laughs> let's keep going. Anthony, no, explain <laughs> yourself. I love, like playing with them is different, but oh, I just. I can't play the games or watch any of the movies. It just I don't just don't like them at all. I understand the movies, but what about the games? No, they're uh, they just hurt. How? I don't. Uh, I don't even know how to like explain it. You don't like hearing baby baby Yoda. You don't like hearing Lego Yoda scream every time he dies. <laughs> I don't like. Uh, okay, you know how when you like hit something and all the. Everything pops out, I guess. It's just like, it's too much for me, almost. What, like you have to collect everything? (sighs) Yeah. Oh, Anthony's retarded. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) They're too much for me. We're going to move on before we just beat Anthony to a pulp. Anyways, um, Zac Efron (laughs) is going to star in a Disney Plus remake of Three Men and a Baby. What? Yeah, I I don't really know the movie. They're making a remake of Three Men and a Baby, and Zac Efron's going to star in it. Why? Three Men and a Baby. I don't know. It's, it's, it's an 1987 old, movie. Yeah, it's an old movie. I've never seen it. But oh, it's new, so. There's no way those actors I'm, look. I'm pretty it's sure I've old. seen it. It's not that old, is it? It's no, it's Tom pretty old. Let me see. He just said 1980s. He just said it, Anthony. <laughs> Tom Selleck, Steve 87. Gutenberg, that's not. Kevin I mean, yeah. Vincent. Kind of. I mean, that was like 30 years ago. That's not that bad. It, it is. <laughs> we do have some Amazon Prime news. Sean Ashmore has joined the boys season two as Lamplighter, who was a member of the seven before vanishing and Starlight took his place. Bro, I'm so down for this. Mr. Fireman himself. You're a fireman. Dude, he's about to mess some some crap up. I'm about to miss your mama. It's about to burn Butcher and Huey at the same time. Mm. 
Adding him along with Stormfront is really cool. Like, I dig the direction they're going. Trying to add more people and trying to make it, like... Like, they're trying to make a little superhero army. Uh, yeah. I don't know, Anthony. You gotta watch season one, because we're reviewing season two the, the day it comes out, so... Don't know about that, sir. The week. Yes. It's gonna happen. So... You, you'll have to give me a little bit before we review it. Anthony, we're giving you like three weeks notice <laughs> we've been telling you for the past three months uh, okay i'll try <laughs> no you try. have to do it okay fine this is a highly anticipated show so we have to do it okay. it will be a breakout episode anthony how you many? don't understand the pressure that is on our shoulders to review this show <laughs> how many episodes is there is there eight per season eight or nine there's not a lot that's not too bad they're pretty long, it. though. But, I mean, I feel like they're so entertaining that you don't notice how long they are. Mm-mm. Like, I've been to watch it all in, like, two days. Jeez. Jeez. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I guess eight episodes on it. It's real easy when you don't have a life, you know. <laughs> all right. Um, this made me bad, but I understand the decision. Um, all original DC Universe shows are going to be on HBO Max, including Titans, Harley Quinn, and Doom Patrol. In any future projects, I assume. Why'd that make you mad? Because I paid for the, the streaming service. <laughs> Me too. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I get it. I get why they're doing it. They're their most bi- highly budgeted shows going on a higher platform with a larger audience, but... I think part of it's because the streaming platform kind of failed as it is. Yeah, but I mean, what they're saying is they're going to try to use the streaming platform just for their like cartoons and their comics because apparently a lot of people read the comics on there. Oh, okay. But, I never thought about doing that. That's kind of. But still, I might. Well, I might. Well, I don't know. I'm debating because it just depends what they come out with it animated wise. I really like cancel it. No, I, I dig animated shows. Like I love the original Batman, but there, um, like all their recent animated movies that have come out have been really good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it depends what's coming out that will make me be like, yeah. But um, we'll see. Bummer, man. Okay, so <laughs> I left these points off because I feel like these are something we should really talk about. First off, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air is going to be rebooted into a drama. No. No, 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 no. I don't like that at all. What are your thoughts? What do y'all think? No, that's just one of the things you got to leave. You don't need to reboot it at all. It was, it was perfect. You're gonna go with the whole in a entanglement plotline for season one. Ah, dang. I'm sorry. I just got us blocked on Will Smith's Instagram. No, please. Okay, but I don't know if y'all know this. Will Smith and his wife are producers on it. I didn't know that. So, so he wants this. I did see it. He may want it. But but I, think <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's the reputation that gets me. I want to say I trust Willie, but. Uh, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one, Chief. I feel like. Because this is one of his most, this is one of his breakout roles. One of his most popular, like things he's ever done yeah so i feel like they came up to him with like so much money and he's like all right i'm down 
I don't know. I don't feel like you'd be a sellout like that, though. Yeah, I feel no, like I if he were to do something like this, especially considering how close he is to it, it would have to be like a passion project. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Either that or they asked for his blessing. <laughs> he was like, actually, let me just take full creative control and we're fine. So I just cannot imagine this show as a drama. I mean, maybe like it can get dramatic because like you know he lost his dad he had to move to bel-air and all that jazz it could be very like emotional but the way they set it up beforehand like i don't want to see it like that (laughs) what if the entire plot is him trying to find those people that he got in a fight with that got him shipped away and murder them (laughs) 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 that'd be pretty cringe just gonna go full punisher on him i don't know what uh I don't even want the reboot, you know? Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be on it, but I I just, I couldn't believe when I saw that. I, I understand like maybe a reboot and it'd be a sitcom, but it's a drama. It's like a completely different genre. Yeah. Ugh. I think a we'll reboot see, would need to be a different genre just to keep it fresh. Fresh, fresh Prince of Miller. But I don't know. I don't know about this one. We're gonna have to definitely react to the um, trailer. The trailer, yeah, for sure. I'm afraid it might flop, like kind of like what they did with Riverdale, how they turned like a comic book super dark. I know. Well, I don't know. Riverdale was a hit. Excuse me. It was. It's pr- it's pretty popular, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, I think I watched like the first season and a half before I turned it off because it started getting really weird and not like the comics. You really did not like it. I was like, um... I haven't seen it, but... I'm not watching this weird crap anymore, so I quit. <laughs> did you just say it's a hit and you haven't seen it, Anthony? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I don't have I'll- to see it. Like... Oh, uh, that means he's simping for someone who likes it. It shows. A lot of people like it. Anthony's simping for someone who likes it. Okay. If you like it, it's okay. That just means you're probably one that of the really you're wrong. Girls that <laughs> All right. So another talking point. Spon- <laughs> There's a spinoff of SpongeBob. Another one. That's coming into development titled the Patrick star show, which is basically going to be a format of a late night talk show with Patrick. Why? Star. Why? Why? It got, it got greenlit. But there was already Squidward chat. We can just, we could have just went with that. Squidward's a better character than Patrick for a spinoff show. He at least has something about him. That's like interesting. Patrick's not, not going to know what to talk about. He's just stupid. It's going to be him breaking stuff the whole time. On my next segment. Oh. <laughs> uh, God, why? This, uh, what are they even going to do? You're going to sit down and be all right, SpongeBob, you're my first guest on my talk show. I don't really know how this works. Uh, hi. Well, how long could they make this show go on for if it's a talk show? They have so many limited characters. Limited characters. All right. Today we're bringing in Larry the Lobster's cousin. All right. Today we're bringing in Fred and Mr. I like my leg hurts Fred. Today we're bringing in Old Man Jenkins. And then it's going to be a completely different version of Old Man Jenkins. It. I don't. I, I just. I don't get it. Stephen Hillenberg didn't want these. They're disrespecting my boy in the grave. 
He's punching the air right now. He he knows how successful SpongeBob was. He did not want spinoffs, but whatever. Um, this is oof, Anthony. What? So, anyways, uh, the live action Avatar: The Last Airbender show has lost its original creators because they stepped away because of creative differences. Because apparently Netflix wanted to take a much darker adult approach to the show when the the original creators wanted to keep it kid friendly. You know, I'm what? fine with an like a darker I think version. I might be okay with the dark version of as it as long as it just doesn't look like the movie, it, like anywhere close. But say as long as it doesn't go anywhere in the direction the movie does, at I all. don't think they can like, do any do resemblance that. at all. I understand that, but I also respect why the original creators wanted to keep it kid friendly. Yeah, but you know, Netflix always wants to do their own stuff. I just, I don't trust it. I don't, I don't trust them making it good now, without the creators saying. I mean, I understand them wanting to go darker because, like, the show in itself already has a really dark plot, like underlying, like. All of Zuko's arc is super dark. Like all the Fire Nation stuff is super dark. Anything that mm-hmm. has to do with anything over there is super dark right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So I can see where it'd be more interesting, maybe to show more like I want to see like, killing. <laughs> maybe that's see killing. <laughs> maybe that that might be honestly where they I had the creative differences. They're like, I want Zuko to kill his sister, and they're like. No, why would I? No. What the? <laughs> Just imagine how interesting that show would be if everyone that they beat up, they were actually just like straight killing. Oh my gosh, I'm just, Anthony. I'm just saying. I'm just saying uh, like, uh, is it Toph? Is that? Yeah, you say it. She's Dude, like, oh my gosh. Just like drops a rock on someone and you just watch the blood splatter everywhere. <laughs> just shrugs her shoulder. I mean, you know what happens anyways. It just wasn't showed in the original. <laughs> it's because they didn't kill anyone. It's oh, not yes. that the darker approach isn't like there. the dark approach isn't like worrying to me. It's that the original creators aren't there to approve decisions. Yeah. That they're gonna make yeah, in the show. Well, it's their fault they threw a temper tantrum and left. I mean, I don't blame them, it's their baby. How does that work? Like the original creators how do they not have the rights to this show? Like how because can Netflix change whenever, it? You know, because they sold the rights to Netflix to make it their live action series. Why would they do that? Well, I think Nickelodeon has a deal with them, especially since they're streaming their, their stuff on there for monies. Yeah. For monies. It's a really popular show, especially now. But I say once they, once Netflix saw it's like the success that it had, whenever they just did the TV show, come out on there they're like let's ruin it by making it a live action version but better than the movie so no one can complain about it and that would be pretty easy to do (laughs) you see I don't I want them to go darker because I don't want it to be episode episode shot for shot remake of the animated show because at that point there's no point in watching it Right. right so that might be where the creative differences were. The other guys were like, no, it has to be shot for shot, the exact same thing. Otherwise I'm gone. And they were like, but where's the fun in that? And, yeah, that's a good you know, point. I don't know. I haven't, I trust it. I, 
don't know. I have to see a trailer, but right now I'm kind of sus about it. We'll see. Um, already talked about that. Okay, so we're gonna go to our rumor mill. Uh, Michael Fassbender is in talks for the role of Hawkman or Reverse Flash. That's the rumor right. right now. Who? Michael Fassbender. He's been in a lot of movies. He played yeah. Magneto. Oh. And, and he also played uh, uh you know what? That dude in aliens. He would make a really good reverse flash. That's what I was thinking. He'd be a sick I first like flash. I don't know why, but whenever you said Magneto, I thought of the old Magneto for a second. You know what's funny? Like, I thought you were thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. I was like, I hope he's thinking of the new one, the younger one. <laughs> um I don't know how much y'all have looked up and heard about the new movie Dune coming out in December. But I am so excited for this movie, the new sci-fi thriller, because now they're starting to say that this could legitimately be like start a new age of storytelling in the sci-fi genre. And like that hasn't been done since the Lord of the Rings. Like that's what the directors and producers are saying. Like they genuinely feel like that. Um, it's very hard to explain. It's kind of weird. Let me see. Let me let me just tell you the cast, though. If I can find okay. it real quick, that does nothing. <laughs> no, like just to show you how big this movie is. I know it's got Timothy Charlemagne, um, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård, Dave Bautista, Josh Brolin. Oh, dang. That's notable uh, ones right now. Dang. But mm-hmm. um I don't know how much they're doing in this movie. It's also composed by Hans Zimmer, the goat. <laughs> My man. My man. Um here's the synopsis, but it's not gonna explain too much. Um Paul Paul Atriads leads nomadic tribes in a battle to control the desert planet Ericus. I'll show you all the still images, but this is an audio podcast, so yeah. That was very descriptive. Thanks. Right, right. Uh, all right. Now that we're done with that, a word from our sponsor. All right. So this week, um, Netflix released Project Power on August fourteenth, and that's what we're reviewing. So yeah, Project Power is starring Jamie Fox, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Dominique Fishback which she is a new actress. Um, it seems like she's pretty young. And also MGK cameoed, and it's basically about an ex- Oh, did Casey Neistat, don't forget. Casey Neistat <laughs> cameo. That surprised me. But um, I mean, he didn't do anything, but... Yeah, but still, I'm surprised he was even there. An ex-cop, a soldier, and a teen drug dealer basically all collide. Their worlds collide when they need to find the source for a new pill that... Um, new pill drug that gives you temporary superpowers. Where do we want to start on this film? Non-spoiler. I'd be all over that. Non-spoiler. I'll be real. I don't do drugs, but that might be a drug that I might just have to. <laughs> unless you blow up. Right? Unless you blow up. Worth it. That'd be terrifying. So like the people who haven't watched this movie yet, so you take the pill and then you like gain superpowers that come from like animals. But some people straight up blow up instead. 
I thought that was interesting how they said it, it was um it was like a 50, shot 50. to yeah 50 50 to be good or bad because then it's like you really have a choice to make whether you want to put that in your body or not right and but, it like i feel like it controls controls it so that not everybody is taking it you know like there's a reason not to take it otherwise yeah. you know have it i right off the bat i feel like it was a it was a pretty solid different concept but i didn't think it was the movie was that strong Really, I did. Yeah, really, I liked it. I, I like. I don't think it was bad. I just don't think it was that strong. It's definitely better than Code Eight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was better than the Old Guard too. No, no, I thought it was better than the Old Guard. I just okay. I, I don't know. It's no. a sensitive concept. It was a good movie. You have to take care of. It did it really good though. I don't. No, like I said, I thought it. I thought the movie was good. I just thought the concept was wasn't as good. Like the, whole, the concept was amazing. So, the power is you get them from animals, right? What? When you take the pill, the powers come from animals? Well, yeah, kind of. They, yeah, kind of. The way they I explained guess. it is that they're manipulating the genes to, like, give us adaptations that other animals had, like that one frog where it would break its bone for weapons, lizards, regeneration, all that kind of right. stuff. Which, so there was, I'm not going to spoil it. There was a point in the movie where, uh, I guess I should save it for the spoiler. I'll ask it in a little bit. I'll ask it in a little bit? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so basically where we can start is Dominique Fishback plays as Robin, which is a teen um, drug dealer who's just trying to sell these pills on the side because her mother has diabetes and she's trying to make money to afford medicine and stuff like that. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays Frank, who is a cop who is he's trying to do justice to these drug drug abusers of the power pill by using his own power pills and having his own superpowers to take him down. I guess in his words, I'm just trying to level the playing field. Yeah. Which I thought that was pretty cool. Just like, just to see that. Um, but like, it's weird because like the cops aren't allowed to use it, but then they point out, well, there's no laws saying he can't like, it's not illegal yet. Well, there is like, it's illegal, but what he meant to say was like, there's people like above the law kind of, finessing their their way around it and he because he called the he called his chief out on it yeah it's kind of well if he wasn't if it's not against the law why did he lose his badge exactly i it was definitely against the law but that's kind of a spoiler i, I don't think so i don't think so because that's like like really early on I say it's like the first ten minutes. And also, I thought it was kind of assumed. So we have this teenager who's a drug. By the way, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character Frank, um, his drug dealer is that teenager Robin. Um, so I don't understand how she even. How do you even get that? How did she start? I don't get it. It show it tells you really quick. Her cousin was one of the, one of the main drug dealers. Yeah, who who's played by um, Machine Gun Kelly. 
was about to say her cousin was MGK's character. Oh, okay, okay. I remember. Yeah. So you have those two um, as we start off the film. And then we have Jamie Foxx's character, Art, who's introduced as a soldier who was kind of experimented on. But um, his daughter his daughter was kidnapped and that's basically his whole goal. He's trying to find his daughter again. And to do that, he has to find the source of power. And he's pretty ruthless when trying to find his daughter. <laughs> he was so sick in this movie. Yeah. He was badass. He didn't really care, but um, care. let's see. Yeah. Like, yeah, I even put that down. He's like trying to do anything he can to get to his daughter, which I mean is understandable. Um, What, what was crazy was, we find out later that the um that they're trying to do much more with the pill than like we first thought, which I'm not gonna like necessarily say. I'm only gonna say that they're trying to do more than just temporary superpowers. Which and they're uh, trying to make it permanent. They're yeah. claiming to be the next step in human evolution. Yeah, because the the pill only lasts five minutes. So it's very limited. But what I found interesting is in the in the film there was like the powers like uh, on one of them, there was a a person who turns on fire. I'm not going to say who it is. Cause I feel like it's a spoiler. But there's a there's a person who has the power to turn on fire. But they don't get different powers. They have one power that they have right. like in themselves. I thought that it was the, like every time you take the pill, you get a new power. But no, they have different set powers. I like that. I thought that was a pretty it. cool idea. Yeah. So, what else? They did that part way better than Code Eight. Yeah, because I like that because before the dude even took the pill and was set on fire. You, he, you could tell he was damaged because he was, uh, yeah. he used it all the time. Yeah. He had like that two face. Like his going face on. was burned. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, that's crazy. Like I like, cause all of the people that use pills, they had scars kind of showing like what kind of power they had. And mm-hmm. it makes sense too. Cause like they're playing with genetics and everything. So different, the chemicals that go into these pills would, react differently to the genetics in every person's body you know yeah it makes twelve thousand percent sense and i like so, that it had actual stakes too yeah yeah earlier <clears throat> okay so i'm gonna state somebody's power but i won't say who it is all right um somebody i guess he's invincible is that's what i'm getting out of it kind of what kind of if that der- if it did derive from animals, this is what I was bringing up earlier, but I wasn't going to say it. If it did derive from animals, what was that from? What is, you know? His skin hardened? I think his was like natural regeneration is what it was because it wasn't like his skin was impenetrable. Like you I, could still it looked, see. It looked you could pretty st- impenetrable. No, he still, got, he still got messed up though. I'd say he had bullets going in him. It's just he healed and they got pushed out of him. Like it's not oh, like okay. they were like bouncing off of him. But I feel like for the very first time. If, I don't know. Let's look it up. <laughs> while you're looking it up to for the diversity, I wrote down like all the powers, I, the different types of powers I saw throughout the movie. So there was camouflage, fire and ice, um, invincibility and vulnerability. There Maybe was, he got like an armadillo shell or something because armadillos are actually bulletproof or that, borderline bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah. There was super strength. Um, I put down implosion because I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, there was someone who turned into a giant, like or like freaking went Hulk went mode. <laughs> there was someone with like they had like no bone structure. They were very like um, 
like quadruple jointed. Yeah. Every bone possible. <laughs> and then there was someone who had um his bones come out of his skin as weapons. That's all our, uh, that was also a healing ability. But um I got so, I got to say I think I'll oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I looked this up and do you know you want to know what I what I found? What? It says a hippo skin is bulletproof. It can, however, be removed with the zipper located underneath the torso of the animal. Planting <laughs> a hippo, your best bet is seducing it first. Um, it's so I weird. Like, uh, I like them okay. chunky. There, I, I have to give it to Dominique Fishback. I thought she was a really good actress. She was. She did her part super good. Like, I hope she gets more movies after this. She was my favorite character in that entire movie. Oh yeah, me too. She stole the, the scenes that she was in. She I oh, also thought that her whole because in the movie she has like a rap background where she's like kind of trying to be a rapper and like they give her words and she like um makes freestyles out of them and it was just really cool. They were funny. Isn't she pretty old? <clears throat> Is she? Well, I mean old for high school, I'm pretty sure. Let me look it up. Old for high school. She, yeah, she's 29. <laughs> and she's she was, 29? She was playing, what, a 17-year-old? Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, That's crazy. Uh, okay. Dude, oh, she, she does not look that old. I know. Oh, yeah, that's they, crazy. They did no, a good freaking job. She was in that Judas and the Black Messiah movie, too. In the trailer? I didn't know that. That is crazy. Said she's in the, well, I mean, she's in the movie, so yeah, she's in the trailer, but she's in the movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't she the one in The Hate You Give? Look it up. I'm not sure. I think one of the scenes that was really sure. off to me was so there was this girl that they gave the pill to and they put her in like an isolated chamber and she started like turning into ice and oh and what was i thought the cinematography was weird because whenever um because in the background like the camera was inside the isolation chamber watching her freeze to death and screaming but in the background there was like fighting going on Mm -hmm. and we had to like stay and focus on the girl while like while you could see like the the um ice and the the windows covered up with ice and like the fighting going on in the background. I thought I that was kind of weird. I didn't Do you not like it. Mm -mm. I really liked it. I thought that was a really cool perspective shot. I liked it because it was different. It wasn't the greatest shot, but it was different, so I liked it. It was a really good shot. I don't know what you mean. It was it wasn't meant to really follow the action there. It was meant to show like the real consequences of the drug. Yeah. Like so, how they showed, like how they had everything under control for the demonstration. Like he was uh, like, "Oh yeah, see, she's just fine. Nothing bad could happen." But as soon as like she's out of a controlled environment, it really shows like what would actually happen in everyday life and how dangerous it, it could possibly be. But I also didn't like. Um, well, I more thought it was funny when whenever the that one person used um, the freaking Hulk mode pill. 
<laughs> CGI was so yeah. weird, but it was funny. It was good. I, I don't know. Not the, CGI was so funny. the character design was just weird. So, um, if you haven't noticed, we've like softly transitioned to spoiler mode, but uh, not really. <laughs> so. We haven't gone into the plot like at all. We're just talking about fight scenes. We explain what the movie's about, but we haven't really gotten to right. spoiler, um, spoilers of the plot. But the scene y'all were just talking about, about like the ice girl. Mm-hmm. So I didn't understand that. Did she like, like her power is ice. Does that cool her body? Like, does that her take power, effects on her body? Is that why she had to be in the heater? Her power was like thermo manipulation or something. So mm-hmm. uh, their body like temperature, regu- like hyper temperature regulates and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it basically extreme overcorrected to where she went cold. But like the opposite of that would be MGK's where he went on fire. Right. Like those are the opposites of like the same power, basically. But she died of her own power. Like he didn't get burned to death, but she froze to death. You know? I mean. But he had been using it more. Because he, like, I don't know if he, like they said, he OD'd on it. So that means, like, I don't know, like some people can, it explains it like some people's bodies can handle it different than others. So, like, maybe the ice one is just like the, like the shitty version of it where it's like an insta-kill because your body doesn't know how to handle the cold as much as it does the heat or, I don't know. It does show him burning to death, though. And, like, it showed that he would, like, still have scars from where he was on fire. Yeah. So it's not like he got away with it. That is true. The whole time the um, basically our three main characters meet up because they're trying to save Art's daughter and like like I said, also find the source of power. Which um which is which they're trying to export to not only the US but like a lot bigger countries like South oh, America really? and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah. If you're looking for a entertainment, cool concept action movie, then this is this was it. The one. This was, this it. was it. All right. Uh, you want to give our spoiler-free ratings? Ratings? <laughs> ratings? Yeah, I couldn't think of the word. I was trying to say review, but I was like, "That's not the word. That's not the word. That's not the word." <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'll go first. I guess <laughs> I guess one. I guess one and eight. I was gonna say eight too. I'm going a really high seven. There's so no an eight. really high sevens. It's seven or eight. God, seven. No, you said it. I didn't though. I didn't say eight <laughs> at all. Up, <laughs> <laughs> you, you just said it. It's eight. <laughs> we're going to transition to spoilers so if you are planning to watch this and you don't want any spoilers then go ahead and click off of this podcast but thank you for watching make sure you leave a review or if you're on youtube make sure you subscribe put your notifications on comment like the video do whatever check out our other videos and uh yeah say hi to your mom for us all right we're gonna get into spoilers what's the first thing you want to talk about uh in particular 
ziehen. Um, I don't know. What do you think? We can start from, start from the start. Start from the start. Right um, from the beginning. I thought it was crazy um, that Frank was, well, he was fired, but he was given this task to kill or take down Art because he was mm-hmm. um, the source and like how the, the captain lied to him to get him off the scent. Hey, I'm right. to capture so, him to capture no. him so that they didn't have to worry about him. Bro, that was crazy plotline. Like, I really, really enjoyed that. Because at first I was a little like, like that's weird. But then, um, once it all came together, I was like, shit, dude, that's that's crazy. Like once they were like, they're gonna kill us both. You know that, right? Yeah. Once he like knew, yeah. he was like, you're about to get a phone call in 30 seconds. It was like it's gonna tell you to take us somewhere that's not the precinct. He looks at his phone. He's like, "Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh, oh, my god. oh no!" Jamie Fox. Oh, it's happening. J- Jamie Fox did so good. I love him. Bro, he was such a beast in this freaking movie. I know. I but like you said, I feel like Frank's storyline was the strongest. Hmm. In the direction they went with him, because I haven't seen Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that many movies lately either. Yeah, it was really good. I. I feel like they did a good job of having every single person have completely separate plot lines, but having them all come together and mix up in a way that made sense and wasn't forced. Yeah. Other than the fact that, you know, uh, Robin was kidnapped, but yeah, it wasn't super forced besides the Robin part. Yeah. But it all like organically kind of flowed together. Like it made sense. They were all on the same path that they would meet eventually. Yeah. The, um, the the thing was, um, Art's um, daughter. We found out her name's Tracy. Um, we found out she's actually like the big source, the key to getting permanent superpowers. Uh, yeah, because I'm a Art was like a military division that they experimented on, basically trying to get the super soldier serum in there. Um, nothing worked out with them, so I guess they they let him leave, or he ran away, or something. But- I think they let him leave. And once uh, he went out and had his daughter and his daughter started showing uh, symptoms of having superpowers, they were like, "Mm, actually, your daughter's ours. Actually, yeah. (laughs) And then she basically has the – does she have more than the ability to heal? I think it was just heal. Okay. I thought it was just heal, but I wasn't sure if I missed something. Yeah. um, She was given the power to heal like Lizard, but she can heal other things around her, not just herself. Um. What is it? What else was I gonna say? I, oh, I, uh, yeah. Uh, I thought it was really cool how he had like PTSD from like from where they took her, and that like reflected onto Robin, like how he saw Robin as almost like his that. daughter. Yeah, and no, felt, I felt like, bad for like, him. Flashback scene. Uh, yeah, in the car. And she's yeah. Like, Are yeah. You okay? <laughs> just like, that was know. probably the hardest hitting one. Yeah. He was like, "Uh, oh, sorry." I think this, I think one of the my favorite scenes was whenever whenever Art captured Robin and she's in the trunk and he's like talking to her because I just that was just really good acting. That was that was like fan like that was when you couldn't tell if Art was actually a good guy or not at yeah. that point. Like just, it really sold the like is he is he actually doing what he's supposed yeah, to do? Is or? he the bad one or <laughs> what's happening? I need, I need to find my daughter. <laughs> and, or daughter. <laughs> dude art was so badass when you took the pill 
Dude, his power was so freaking. Okay. What exactly was his power again? The pistol shrimp. Yeah. Yeah, okay, explain that. He basically could move so fast. That's how come everything seemed in slow motion for him. He moves so fast that he heats up everything around him to the point where it's like, I think he said like 10,000 degrees hotter than the surface of the sun. That's insane. Okay. And those were basically like the shock waves and stuff was what he was shooting out at people and hitting them. That's how come they were getting vaporized because right. it was, it was so 9,000 hot. degrees hotter than the sun. I feel like that would have burned everything though like melted all the crates on the boat and everything it did it showed yeah, it did <laughs> everything was destroyed it even destroyed I mean, himself that's how come he died like yeah. died for a little bit until his daughter came up and healed him i don't know that scene was awesome though it was sick and um kind of kind of generic but at the same time i mean you want to i guess they want a happy ending whenever his daughter healed him but, I mean, it also introduced what her power was. So. I think that was a big reveal. I think we got part of – we got it teased whenever she was first escaping and she stopped, like, healed the plant for a second and then, like, kept going. Yeah. Whenever she healed the plant, I was like, uh, huh? Right. Yeah, I was like, what's going on? But what do you call it? Um, Yeah, I mean, it ended happy ending and <laughs> – I also, had a very original plot. I also <laughs> like uh, one of the uh, one of the scenes where Frank is go- is in Robin's house with his mom. Oh, dude, that was so <laughs> that funny! Was so crazy. Wait, which one? He took his clothes off. The Whenever, one, uh, oh, dude, yeah, he was so smooth in that scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a good scene. He was a smooth like, talker in all of I, it. Like, I wouldn't funny, have thought that. Like, was like at the end. Whenever he was like, "Here you go," you might recognize this. And then Robin was like, Frank, why you got my mama's phone? (laughs) (laughs) No, like for real, bro. (laughs) No, that's not cool. (laughs) Now that was was something I was. She goes home and his clothes are on the floor. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What was the weakest story story storyline to y'all? If y'all to pick one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If you, if you have power. to pick one. Uh, Do you have some in mind, Noah? He what, does. That's why he's asking. Yeah. Uh, because he doesn't want to say it. He doesn't want to say it and look stupid. No, I'm not going to look stupid. I just want to know what y'all think first. Um, I don't know. They were all interwoven with each other, and they were all necessary. So, like, the weakest one. I don't know, dude. Like. The MGK one? I don't I don't even the know. The MGK one. Well, I mean, he was just there to be to die. I don't I thought it was cool that MGK they showed like the consequences of like cuz he was a drug dealer but he was abusing his own drug. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was super grounded in reality too. Like everything that happened was like stuff that actually happened with real drugs in real life, like Yeah. Yeah, people ODing corrupt cops just kind of turning a blind eye to it i don't know if this is a weak point or just something i wish would have happened but i just really wanted to see what her powers were uh what's her name main character Uh, robin robin i think it would have ruined her character yeah no i didn't the whole point of like her storyline was like the major is what he kind of 
is what Jamie Foxx's character goes by was like him trying to protect her in a sense like that. That's so right. come whenever like that. That was the purpose of the whole vet scene was him being like, nah, you ain't need those pills. Just wrap instead because this stuff's whack. I just like in the back of my mind, I'm like, what? I just really want to know what hers would be. I feel like hers would kill her. <laughs> Lower up. She becomes rap god. <laughs> I don't know what what did you have in mind, Noah? I <clears throat> I'm not saying this is like weak, but I think compared to the others, the the way what do you call it? Like towards the end, saving his daughter wasn't as strong as the rest of the film because I feel like yeah, we knew his daughter had powers and stuff, but we didn't like get to know her know her i didn't feel as emotionally attached to his daughter as i did the rest of the characters we weren't supposed to be like they they didn't just they just didn't spend very much time on her yeah they didn't spend much time developing her as much as i think they could have well why would they spend time developing her if because she's the main plot point yeah she's like the whole thing she was more of the object in the movie not a character though is what i'm trying to say she wasn't supposed to be this super intricate like character. She was just, she was just the the objective. Like there was no need for them to develop her character because if they would have tried to develop her character, it would have felt muddy because there would have been too many characters. Well, that's like saying the boy in Extraction is just the objective. You shouldn't have character. Like I want to care about what you're doing. Well, but he was in ninety percent of the scenes in the movie. This woman was in the last like five minutes of the movie. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even when they found her, like... Well, they made you care about her by making you care about the Major. And that's why they spent time developing him and showing you the PTSD scene so you could care about her. I didn't because care about her. <laughs> I didn't. I care about her because you care about him. I cared about him. I didn't care about her. Well, that was the whole point, kind of. <laughs> she was. She's not a character. She's just a plot point. That's what she is. That was her role in the movie. That was the purpose of her being there was to serve the plot, not to be a character. If they did sequels, then they could develop her and then she would be a main character. But for this movie alone, she was not meant to be a character that was to be developed. I'm not sure if there would be a sequel to this. Maybe. I don't think so. But I don't think so. Yeah. It was a really good one-off film. I don't think, I don't know what they would do with the sequel. Unless Mm. it's brand new characters. Like in a different town with the same thing happening and then they reveal like a grand, a huge grand thing going on. Yeah, or maybe that uh, that leader of South America actually took some and she took it to her country. She got vaporized into nothing. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, no, she didn't get vaporized. She had that uh, tower thing fall on her. Yeah, she died. Point off. <laughs> she, she was gone. She was gone, like evaporated. <laughs> she Might as well have been evaporated. She had at least 10 tons of metal buried on top of her. Well. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to think I, what else I could I say. Do y'all have any changes in, in your ratings? Nope. I'm going to keep mine at an 8. Yep, 7 for eight. me. All right. Very solid movie, I would recommend. And uh, maybe we'll get sponsored by Netflix if we keep giving their movies good reviews. <laughs> yeah, so. Netflix, put us in a movie. It was ten. Oh. I think it was the 
Solid 10. You no, know, it was a 15 out of 10, dude. Like, shattered <laughs> all expectations. Hooligan Hangout. Yeah, the movie. I, I watched it three times already. Liar, you just watched it 15 minutes before we recorded. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> You're an all-star. It's a game on. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, if you guys enjoyed that, be sure to check us out on every platform available, especially our YouTube. We are doing separate videos there, not just a podcast. So if you want extra bonus content from us, Go ahead and check us out there. Um, The Hooligan Hangout on YouTube, as well as everything on every platform imaginable. And uh, follow us on Instagram. We give you guys semi-weekly updates on what we're going to be doing. It's the underscore, the Hooligan Hangout underscore. I remember this time. And uh, say hi to your moms for us.